Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's 133 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers Now. Royal Pizza, pizza pasta, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years for a menu and a list of their 13 Edmonton and area locations that uh, have takeout and delivery. Go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. The Stoffer recommendation at... uh, Royal Pizza is the Mediterranean uh, chicken. Again, uh, a tough story uh, out there and it has nothing to do with coronavirus, but it involves uh, Oilers' uh, Colby Cave, who spent part of the season in Edmonton and a large portion of the year uh, down in Bakersfield. Uh, he uh, had a brain bleed, and it has resulted in him being airlifted from Barry into Sunnybrook Hospital in Toronto, and he is currently in an induced coma. That is all the information we have at this time. Uh, at this time, we welcome back to the show uh, Lorna Schultz Nicholson. And uh, full disclosure here, Lorna is Bob Nicholson's uh, wife. Lorna, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you very much. Except for yeah, you're doing great, but Colby, I know. Yeah, yeah, Holy that's a moly. tough one, eh? Yeah. 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 It's uh, it's obviously come as a shock. This the uh, Oilers put the tweet out today at eleven forty six again. We don't have anything further at the stage, but uh, yeah. definitely a, a tough, tough situation. You and me talked uh, last week about doing something a little bit different here. Um, a lot of downtime. We had Rich Winter on the show, and he he talked about playing Scrabble with the kids, and Spec referenced uh, Scrab Scrabble as well. And uh, Mark's written a couple of books, and uh, one of the books actually that you highlighted that you thought were really good hockey books. And I want to reiterate the point of their listeners right now to text the show at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three Ashley Fine Floors text line on your favorite hockey book or your favorite sports book that was uh, out there. So Spec talked a little about the Battle of Alberta and Road to Gold, a couple of the books that he's written. You wrote Grit and Glory, celebrating the 40 years of the uh, Edmonton Oilers. Um, it was an extensive project for you, to say the least, uh, wasn't it, Lorna? 
Oh, yeah, it was a huge, huge project. And I, you know, I come from writing a lot of children's books. So <laughs> taking on that project was um, a massive undertaking. But you know what? I enjoyed every minute of it because I loved, um, especially the historical elements of the Oilers was really fascinating. And I think going back to Bill Hunter, um, getting, you know, all that information prior to the Edmonton Oilers actually even being in the NHL um, was really interesting. And then just going through it year after year after year after year, um, there's such a there's such a vast and a rich history uh, with the Edmonton Oilers and with their fans. I mean, their fans have been there for them since, you know, day one, which is really amazing. Um you know, obviously, you had a connection to through Hockey Canada and, and to several key uh, individuals in the in the Oilers organization. How many times did you? Because there were, you know, I read through, as you know, part of it uh, before it went to press. But there, there was a lot of stuff that surprised me that I didn't know. So how many times did you catch yourself going, wow, I did not know that as somebody was explaining a story and providing a perspective? <laughs> In fact, I drove Bob crazy. I drove him crazy when I was writing it because when he'd walk through the door at night, I'd say, did you know? And he'd sort of look at me and think, oh, gosh, here she goes again. Here she goes. Yeah. But I would be like, did you know that this went, that this happened? Or did you know about this? Or did you know? And I, and I think the really fun part was, and, and fortunately, you know, with, with Bob's, Bob's Hockey Canada days and uh, my days traveling and taking our kids and kids playing with other kids and, and getting to know people, I was able to get out and do some of those interviews and, and get some personal stories too, which was really, really nice for the book. Um, that was the fun part for me was just talking to so many people yeah well and you did talk to a, a lot of people so <laughs> the book again uh, gr- grit and glory celebrating 40 years of the Edmonton Oilers there's a full page on the year of uh, Bob Slug and I can remember when that was in the paper and that was quite the, der- uh, the deal with the uh, the Edmonton Journal do you have a couple favorite stories from the book um, I think the, fa- the most favorite stories that I got were the ones that um, um, Dave Semenko told me. So Dave Semenko, him and I sat in the Starbucks on 124th one, one afternoon, and he was probably one of my very first interviews. I interviewed um, Al Hamilton first, because, you know, I'm starting right at the very beginning, right? So I'm, I'm looking, that's yep. how I'm going to write the book. So I'm thinking, okay, where am I going to start? Al Hamilton was my first. Um, Dave Semenko was probably my second because he was there um, before um, it was the, the Oilers were the, in the NHL. So Dave and I uh, sat at the Starbucks on 124th, which is no longer there. <laughs> and we sat there for probably about three hours. And he told me story after story after story. And, you know, all I could do was envision... Um, with the stories that he was telling me. And I love those stories about when they flew economy, the team flew economy, and it's all these young boys and they're sitting, you know, on this plane. And you can just see them being, you know, um, naughty. Probably (laughs) that's probably the best word for it. And they're doing things. And then Dave told me the story about how he took all the, um, he saw, because it was time when the boarding passes were there, right? And he, he, right. And they weren't given out like they are now. They had them at the desk. And the woman left the desk. He picked them all up, and he took, for, took a couple of them out. 
And then so when the boarding passes and then were all handed out and then all of a sudden it was discovered or it wasn't really, but um, Glenn came in, stayed there and he was like, three of the guys are missing. Well, then he was like, you know, he was losing it because these were these guys, you know, <laughs> with his iron hammer, were these guys and they all the players got on the tee on the on the plane and the coaches didn't. And then they were like, Yahoo, we don't have any coaches with us. I mean, it was just such a funny story, and I could just see these boys doing this. And, I mean, it was such a different um, era of hockey was in, in those days when they actually were on a plane with everybody else in economy. And now, of course, yeah, they're, instead not, of, they're all on their chartered flights, right. right? But it was very, very different for them. So they were always up to um, tricks. And and the tricks weren't like really harmful, but they were doing all these little tricks all the time and trying to do things. To, and I just thought some of those stories were really, really interesting. Lauren's book again is Grit and Glory, celebrating 40 years of the uh, Edmonton Oilers. Let's switch focus. Uh, I know you've got a list of some other uh, hockey books, uh, including 99 uh, Stories of the Game and mm-hmm. Cujo. Uh, a book on Curtis Joseph as well. And they were both co- co-authored by a friend of yours. Uh, so uh, maybe shed some light on why you like those two books. Well, I just think, she, I don't actually know Christy all that well, Christy, um, all that okay. well, but I do know of her writing. And I think that she's an excellent writer. And I'm always, um, you know, it's like Wayne Gretzky talking about Mario Lemieux, about what a great hockey player he is. Well, I just think her writing is, is brilliant. She has a real knack for getting into the voice of the character and you know that's her job of course but she she can get to these people the you know the subjects of the book so curtis joseph and wayne and she actually um gets into their she gets their voice like you can hear them talking when you're reading the book both books are completely different i think 99 is very wayne um wayne is uh, not somebody who particularly likes to talk about himself and even right. when I wrote Grit and Glory, I knew that. I knew that if I phoned Wayne and said, I want to talk to you about um, about your days with the Oilers, he might not have given me an interview because that's who he is. Like, he doesn't really like to talk about himself. I knew to get to him, I had to deal with him a totally different way. And I also knew that Lee Fogelin was somebody who was, you know, um, quieter and shyer and maybe a little... Um, more reclusive and you know didn't really like to do interviews and there was no way that i was going to go around hounding people asking them for interviews but i knew right. if i asked wayne if he would talk about lee he would do that because that's the kind of guy he is right so that's what 99 is about 99 is just wayne's stories about other people and so it's a really interesting read um and i like the fact that it's in those sort of vignettes like it's it's a book you can pick up and kind of read about this guy, this story, or you can read this story, and it's not like a chronological read where you you know you need to read the whole thing. So that's why I picked 99. Plus, you know, it's very pertinent to the Edmonton Oilers. There's lots of Oilers stories in there, um, but there's lots of stories about players and coaches and other people, and um, that's yep. the beauty of Wayne is that he gets that out there. And then I picked Cujo. Cujo, have you read Cujo? Yes, uh, we had him on too. When the book, that's it, it's a hard book to read at times, much like Theron Fleury's book. But you know what? Yeah. I picked it up for today because I feel that we're in this coronavirus, this COVID nineteen. We're all at home. 
um, we have to we have to look at resiliency and we're all being forced to be resilient you know it's not the easiest thing to be home sitting here all the time um, and so I picked that book and he did play for the Oilers so I was looking for books that um, had Oilers content but I know it's a tough read but gosh almighty that guy like you know what he went through in his childhood to be able to rise above that have that resiliency to to not fall into a different path and to become an NHL superstar like that takes a lot of work this guy was not coddled he wasn't one of the players whose parents got him all the best equipment and you know moved for him and did everything for him so that he could become good he became good all on his own and I think it's a very good story. I think it's an excellent, I like the background information in it. And I think it might be a book, um, although it is an adult book, it gives hope. It gives hope that people can sort of break out of, um, of, of dysfunctional families. Two uh, two other hockey books that you mentioned, and we have, we've already talked to Spec a bit about Battle of Alberta. We're joined by Laura and uh, Schultz Nicholson, Bob Stoffer with you and Oilers now. And and for me, uh, not to paraphrase the movie Slapshot, but I think Spectre's book Battle of Alberta really did capture the whole spirit of the thing. Like I think he did a great job of encapsulating what that was like at uh, in the good times and in the bad times of the Battle of Alberta. What about you, Lorna? I agree with that. I, I agree with that 100%. And sometimes, you know, if you if you go on and you look at some of the um, uh, the reviews, they might say, oh, well, it's a little bit too violent. <laughs> it's like, yeah, but that's what it was. No, I think Mark did a great job of that book. I think that he really brought that out. And I, and I, and I also brought that one up because, of course, we just passed April 4th, which would have been the Oilers' last game against the Calgary Flames. Um, was going to be in Calgary. Uh, the last home, the last um, game for the actually season, and uh, I was thinking about it on Saturday night, thinking, "Gosh, darn it! I'd like to be watching that game right now because that would have been a good game." And I think that battle was re was reinstalled a little bit this year, and uh, that's why I I put that book on the list because I think that people were starting to feel that battle of Alberta again, and of course it's changed since the days when Mark wrote Mark, you know. Mark researched and did the book. Um, in those days, it was a lot more violent than what it possibly could be now. Uh, but Mark did a great job of that book. He really captured um, the essence of what the rivalry was. There was another uh, book that you suggested here uh, that I've not read, and that's Nine Lessons I Learned from My Father. Tell our listeners about that. Oh, it's a great little book, and it's an easy book to read. That's the thing with this book. It's written by Murray Howe, who is um, Gordy Howe's youngest son. And it's, it's not, it's a sports book. Um, and again, I'm bringing, I brought that book up just because of the situation that we're all in. It actually is a book about a, a great human being and somebody who, you know, he talks about family life. He talks about the lessons are to live honorably, to live generously, um, to have patience, to live selflessly. And I, and I think that Gordy was epitomized that. And so this is his son 
writing this book about the lessons that he learned from his father. And his son didn't end up being a hockey player. So, sure, he's talking about hockey in the book, but he's also talking about Gordie Howe as a human being. And I think that's what's so lovely about the book. And I and I, I think if you can pick it up and read it, uh, Bob, you'll really like it. Like, it is... Um, so it's supposed to staying positive, and, and it's an uplifting book. So, you know, you get uh, Cujo's book, which you read, and you go, oh, this is a hard read. But then you get this book, and this <laughs> is, is much... Um, happier and it gives some inspirational messages to the book so um, and as I said it's a really um, it's a light book it's easy to read which is which all is right, nice, right? Lorna, we only have about two minutes left. Uh, we, we do have, yeah, we have, we have some kids, uh, you know, we have lots of parents listening that have kids. Uh, and I know you've written a couple, uh, hockey books that are more geared towards kids and you'd also like to recommend a couple. So why don't we just, if we could, uh, so just hit on quick. those right now. Okay. Well, my yeah. Connor McDavid book. Okay. Kids, this is it. Read this Connor McDavid book. This is a great book for boys and, and girls because there's, there's lots in the series too. There's a Haley Wickenheiser book as well. And she's out there doing Doing wonderful things right now um, for COVID-19, but but they're they're wonderful books because they have text, photos, and they have graphics in them. There's little graphic sections in them which are fabulous for um, somebody who just wants to get a book and you know you want your kid reading, you want your you know, and they don't maybe want to read that much, but this, these books will get them to finish. They'll get them to from the beginning to the end, and that is really really important. So those are some. I also have my Puckster series, um, which I wrote um, for Hockey Canada, with Hockey Canada. And um, they're very, very popular little books, and I really enjoyed writing those. Um, the other series that I'm going to mention is the Ice Chip series by Roy McGregor and his um, daughter, Carrie McGregor. They've teamed up. Great little series. I, it's one of those series I was asked to do a blurb on it, and I read it, and I thought, gosh darn it, why didn't I write this book? Because <laughs> it's just... What's it know, about? They're hockey books, but they have a fantasy element to them, so they have this little portal, and, and they, um, so they're playing hockey, and then they go down into the portal, and they go back, and they, they talk about certain players, right? So they, they okay. did one on Gordie Howe, and you know it'll go back in time, and they they do these little um, episodes, and they're kind of for younger kids, like I'm going to say you know, grades kind of one to four-ish, maybe five-ish. So they're a little um, younger, but they're co it's called The Ice Chips, and it's a really, really good little series. I mean, of course, Roy wrote the Screech Owl series as well, um, which was very successful. And I've read quite a few of those. My son read those. Uh, very sick. But so he teamed up with his daughter, and they're really, really good books. Really good books. Um, so th that's a couple, a couple series that um, if parents are looking for books for kids right now, or they're looking for um, even for um, teachers looking for books <laughs> to recommend to kids to read at this particular time, there's a couple little series for those kids that are missing hockey. Because some kids didn't get their playoffs in. Bob? I know it's, it's it's so sad. It's been such a tough year. Lorna, how do people, uh, you know, how can they maybe access if they want to reach out to you or something like that? Uh, what was there? I know you got a Twitter account. Oh, I guess that would probably be. Which is LornaSchultzNicholson.com and go to contact okay. and send an email and I can help them out with um, any kinds of recommendations if they want some other recommendations on hockey books as well. All right. Hey, look, we appreciate your time uh, on what's been a, a yeah, it was a, it was it was a fun segment on what's been a little bit of a tough day. Thank you for your time, Lorna. Okay, thanks, Bob.
You bet. It is 151 in Edmonton. We'll take a quick timeout. This is Oilers Now. Hi, this is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. Thanks a lot, Ryan. It is 153 in Edmonton. Ryan, a, uh, a former uh, Red Deer Rebel. And there's a Red Deer Rebel connection to Brent Ridge Ford uh, with uh, Chase Leslie. Rich and the gang at Brent Ridge Ford focused on your health and peace of mind, and they're proud to be a part of Ford Canada's Built to Lend a Hand program, helping their customers through these difficult times, committed to social responsibility, safety, and supporting their valued clients through flexible financing, online sales and support, and even delivery and mobile service. Uh, I can tell you that Brent Ridge has got an excellent service department. They've won multiple awards for that. Find out more as to how Brent Ridge Ford is built to lend a hand by calling 1-877-477-3673 or visiting brentridge.com. Two, this day in Oilers history, wow, I was in grade 11. And I remember this day well. And here's Brendan Escott. The Oilers and Kings combined for a playoff record 18 goals as Edmonton falls 10-8 in Game 1 of the Smythe Division semifinals at Northlands Coliseum. The Oilers had a 4-1 lead in the first but coughed up four unanswered and never bounced back in the game. The pumper nickel from Bernie Nichols. Uh, that's the first time uh, I uh, I saw him ever do that. Uh, I'm pretty sure he got at least two goals that night for the Kings. The Kings ended up winning all the high-scoring games in that series. Uh, they won 10-8. They won 6-5 in the uh, uh, the Miracle in Manchester. Was that it? Well, anyways, uh, and then they ended up winning 7-4 at Edmonton in game number five. So they won two of the three games played at Edmonton. The Oilers won the two low-scoring games. Uh, this text comes in. Bob, I heard Lorna Schultz-Nicholson refer- uh, represent... Um, Screech or uh, recognize Screech Owls. I read that at age 12, 13. Those were awesome books. Again, you can text us at any time at 780-496-0063. This text comes in. Sorry, I didn't know you were going to do a plug for your Mediterranean uh, chicken. Kind of a conflict of interest uh, between you and Matthew Kachuk. Apparently, he's doing a. Is that true? He's doing a, a pizza commercial? Is that true? I, I don't know about that. Anyways, you can text us at 780 We've got lots of book uh, recommendations. We'll get to some of those tomorrow. Uh, coming up tonight, or later today, rather. I have to find it. Here we go. Uh, Jalen and I has 6.30 chat afternoons at 2.35 today. Jalen will be talking to Canadian actor and musician Tom Jackson about his artist-led aid series, Almighty Voices. Uh, she'll also be talking to an owner of an Edmonton area dry cleaner who's changed his business mandate from cleaning to manufacturing cloth face masks and selling them at cost. That's coming up today on 6.30 chat afternoons. Tomorrow... Uh, we'll have a jam-packed show for you, including Brian Lawton, uh, David Staples, and John Shannon. Got a couple special guests coming up on Thursday's show uh, before we head into the uh, holiday long weekend as well. Stay safe, everybody. Thank you for listening to Oilers Now. Off to a global news, weather, traffic update, more COVID-19 pandemic coverage with first Eileen Bell and then Jalen Nye.
Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.